lot of heterosexual people would benefit from queering their sex. Your gender performance and your role in the day-to-day doesn't necessarily have to translate to what you do intimately with your partner. You have a whole variety of different things that as a person you can explore and play with. Yeah. Because there can be someone who brings a lot of feminine energy to the relationship, but then in the bedroom it's completely different. So like keep it, you know, as PG as possible. Um, you don't have to. Hey, right. I mean, you hey, can't, you are allowed me. to, <laughs> but you <laughs> definitely don't have to. <laughs> Even if you don't lean toward being the little spoon, everyone mm. can benefit from, from some little spoon time. And that don't, that doesn't necessarily mean like being a bottom and just totally getting railed. I mean, just like being the person yeah. who gets held, regardless of what your gender is and your role is, is really important. That whole conversation just reminded me of like Ooh. she flipped me over, like, <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, <laughs> we can't. Nah, we are not doing this." No. Nigga, nigga pulled we've the trousers too much. Up immediately. <laughs> yeah. like, yo, I was, I was gathering my robe, but I was like, Mm-mm. "Yo, she grabbed anybody's legs and just." <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a very aggressive blowjob. I was not. She grabbed. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not trying to be it. That's a teaspoon. I'm not ready to be that little. That's it's a red flag. Yeah, I gotta give it up for water. We love we live in Earth Earthbender. You think I'd be an Earthbender? No, I see water for you. I don't know, but then again, like when I think about the movements, I, I you know can what I'm see. I'd yeah. be doing this like thing. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, so you know, I'm I thinking yeah. Earth, man. Hmm. I'm really thinking Earth. I could see you because I think you're probably the, like literally the most grounded of the hosts of this podcast, <laughs> just in terms of temperament. Temperament. Are you more spiritual or skeptical? But I'm he is more spiritual. Definitely. Absolutely. I mean, water's pretty pretty spiritual. Like yeah. that's that's the thing. I mean, that's why I'm not a waterbender. I'm more. I, I know exactly what you mean without having the words for it. Like, it's, but yeah, yeah, I got you. Like, yeah, my spirit is telling me I know what you mean. Connected to the. Whatever the force, it's not a, is there a force that, I forget what all that spirit stuff was that like connects the humans to the elements, but like there was that other dimension, you know what I mean? Like the spirit dimension or whatever. There is the spirit world, yeah. Spirit world, yeah. Yeah. That has, it has something to do with it. Realm? Spirit realm? Mm, realm sounds a lot more spiritual, I'll tell you that right now. Dennis is spiritual. Oh, should we just get, get straight into it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Welcome everybody to Waving the Red Flag, the number one uh, dating and... Uh, Elemental Avatar. Bending <laughs> Spirituality Podcast, you know what I'm saying? Bringing you some, some hot takes from the spirit realm. It's your boy, Eddie. It's Josh. It's AB. Join today by Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> really fantastic. Should have just did the fucking air, air horns. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I know. Anytime you come back on, I think that's the one. <laughs> that's, the, that's the worst Shaggy impersonation like I've ever fucking heard in my life. I'm really, I'm very bad at impersonations. I'm very, I'm, I'm going to start adding just AI. Like we should just start adding like AI like when we do a skit, just add that on top of our voice oh, to yeah. do the work for us. But because yeah, I'm I'm not trying to practice all that shit. That AI thing is crazy though. I've heard like I've actually heard a few Drake songs that were done by AI. Sound mm, pretty and good. they hit. Yeah, they fucking hit. They One was a complete hit. original. Like I was like, yo, if 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 Drake actually dropped this shit, it would be good. It'd be good. That's what scares me about it, like the most. It's I mean, there's just this part of my brain that's you know like little little kid me who's just like whoa ai so cool so awesome wow but the rest of me is just terrified um the things that it can 
do to people's lives, but it can make, you can just make it look like someone has done something absolutely abhorrent. Um, mm. But what, like the kind of flip side of that is that how many people do you think who are going to have evidence come to light of them actually doing something horrible are going to be like, no, it's not real. It's so fake. like real, like real quick, I know like, you know, and it's only slightly, slightly related, but mm. I remember at one point and they stopped it fairly recently, but you could send a fake text message on Android phones. Oh, like you could literally oh, like yeah. from, from, yeah, from any number, like you could send it and it would go to your messaging app. And like we had people in, in court, in court when I was um, with the cow who would use like text messages as like proof of stuff in say like family court. Mm. And I was uh, talking to the judges at one point. And I was like, you know, on an Android phone, you can fake that. Right. So like I sent a text from the judge's number to my phone before I even had started working there that said, what up shawty? And I showed it to her like one of the judges. And I was like, mm. you didn't send that. Um, they've patched that since where like, you can't do that anymore. I think we're thinking that like, you have to be like a rocket scientist and have like this real, like really sophisticated thing to fool most people. And you kind of really don't No, um, it's Joe Goldberg's running around was. all the time. Just doing like, so imagine when it gets really good though. Yeah. But imagine when it gets mm. really good. You know what I mean? Like, now, that's what's like, keeping that catfish shit alive. But but what's yeah. scary there is like that the judges didn't know because I'm just thinking how many people lost money, years with their children, time in prison, fines, time on house arrest because some shit was just fabricated with like a very low level of sophistication. Like it was just, you know, it was an app. Just, it was an app at yeah. the time. And again, like it no longer exists because um, trust me, I look for it. Um, <laughs> Who you was trying to put away? <laughs> No, I mean like recently, like I like I was like, man, I wonder if I can steal fake text messages. And then like the app that I that like I knew of had like a statement in their um, current usage that says like, yeah, they they patched that. You can no longer do this. It was deemed like a, a breach of policy for Android standards or whatever. Bro, like over ten years ago, my homeboy got me so nasty with that because it was like an app, and I had a app? crush. It, yeah, it was oh. an app. Like I had a crush on this one girl. Tuna fished you. <laughs> Shit. Yo, this nigga, bro, like he got there. And see, he, he, was, he, he got his phone set. He's like, oh shit. Hey, yo, Josh, look. And I saw the I saw the name of the girl. Like he was like in the, like a thread, like low key. Yeah. And it was like, hey, what's up with Josh? You know, like tell him I said, hey, I like him or some shit. And bro, you would have thought I won the motherfucking World Series. Goddamn, I got up. I was like, yeah, yeah, nigga, what? And he, but <laughs> my reaction was too pure and too excited. He felt so bad. He was like. Ooh, I might have done some damage there. It ain't real, but it's ain't real. <laughs> that's like that could be too far. Like that seems like the kind of prank where it's like you got to feel that out before you try it because you might have mm -hmm. fucked your life up. Because doing like doing a fake won the lottery one, I would say that's way too much. Like I've seen those videos where people are like, you know, you they they, they um they'll like take a ticket that somebody bought then play like yesterday's numbers to make it seem like they like won the lottery. And then they go, oh, it's a prank. And the person thought they won $250,000, $500,000, a million dollars. And they tell them it's fake. It's like, oh, yeah, nah. Nah, that's, that's trauma. You can't mess with you somebody just made, like that. Nah, because you just, you just made them think that their whole life was that they weren't going to have to do backbreaking mm -hmm. labor no more, that they were going to be able to feed their kids differently, that their you know, kids are going to be able to be the first to go to college in their whole family. You know what I mean? And then you just, in an instant, took that. Gave them everything, took it away. Immediately, every problem they had was solved. Exactly. Oh man, I don't have to deal with that. My creepy boss who's sec constantly sexually harassing me, the relief that you might feel. And you go, oh, nope, it's fake. You got to go to work tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Seriously? You got to <laughs> end all those relationships with those, like somebody that does you like that. 
then again, I mean, I, yeah, I could, I could see it being repaired because I think sometimes you don't really, especially if you're younger or whatever, you don't really realize like, oh, wait, maybe me doing a text message thread of him like with the girl that he really, really likes might actually be really psychologically upsetting for him. But I'm just thinking, oh, it's just funny. But then really fuck this man's day up so i mean hey i, I bounced back quick it was yeah. you know once i real yeah but you know it was it was funny like even like after <laughs> i'm sure he told was. me i was like because <laughs> even i had to laugh at my own goddamn excitement for that shit i was like man <laughs> you, was you got ready. me <laughs> you was already i can imagine i was already planning to, yeah. all right what we gonna do next <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well tomorrow at school I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna come at it all backwards and shit you go like text her but like way too cocky because you know that right, you right. think that she already likes you like what's up girl you trying to come through <laughs> oh, and she, she's right. like who is this <laughs> but what if like just because i had the confidence like it would have worked it's like oh my god like i never thought about it before but so my yeah. my my gay little heart that's where i was expecting it to go when you were like, I was so oh, excited, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, and then you got the confidence, and you texted her, and she was just like, oh, cool. No, like, no. You know, I'm sorry, sorry to <laughs> like disappoint that. you. Sorry to disappoint you, my friend. No, that is completely opposite of how when I, I uh, crept back into my corner. <laughs> <laughs> just cried myself to sleep. Finn, have you ever had something like that happen, where you were just, you were way, like, overconfident in a situation, and then it just worked out, and you ended up getting the person? Like, oh, I did not think that that would work. Yes. Or the reverse, yes, actually. Yeah, okay, no, I'm, 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 well, that's, that's a weird one because like, I, I mean, I used to be read as a woman. So, so like taking the more direct approach was something that was very, very doable for a long time. Okay. <laughs> because that, like if, especially if I was, so if I was trying to, trying to approach a woman, it was pretty much the same as it is now. It was, it's, there's this weird, like queer woman vortex thing that happens where you're both interested in each other but there's no narrative for how to approach each other so you just kind of like orbit with interest and then like go on like your merry Mexican way standoff and... okay yeah it's it's, it's like it that does, Didi it's, and it's Beckham. Hmm? you are you are, are you yeah oh it's a thing um but when approaching men it was very easy um and in general are a bit easier my... i'd say i am i mean it depends on the person right like <laughs> ah! I don't. This nigga said, "No, nah, don't don't gloss don't gloss over that, man. Circle back around." This nigga just said he was easy. I am. Every, every all <laughs> men, hold on. Like I don't want to derail because I was very curious about that, like queer woman vortex. And Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving thirty three percent with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a fifteen stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The, the way it's yeah. different when you're oh, we're not, a, oh, we're not, we're not, We're not skipping but, over any of, of these nuggets over here that have just been dropped. Like, I just want to start okay. with that one first. So we can go back to that, but men are easy, in general. Like, relative to, to women, come on. Have come to on. Like, if, we if don't a girl have to, likes like, you, and you're even like halfway interested open, like you're gonna like, oh, hey, what's you're, you're gonna entertain it at least. Hey, what you what you say? Hold on, hold on. Come, oh, come, come, come back, come back. <laughs> Let me talk to you for a minute. Let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. 
I was going to say, I was going to be like, but guys, you know, like queer, queer men also exist. But then at the same time, like the gay men, gay men, just sex is like shaking hands. That's what I'm exactly. (laughs) bro. That's what I was going to say. It's like ordering DoorDash. You can go on your phone. You can open an (laughs) app and be like, deliver sex now. We've said that. We've said that before. Me and Eddie have said that on this podcast before. But of course, I come from two straight men. Like, you know, we don't always know. But like (laughs) we weren't 100 percent sure. But yeah, but no, it's a thing. I've been tried up by like a couple gay men before, like yo, like gay, they they will get it popping on your ass. Like it's like you said, like it's right. The door you is add, open if you if yeah, you. Yeah, it's walk like through. it's still a man. Yeah. You add like the likes, like the likes men mod to it is still it's still dude. Like yeah, you know, it doesn't well, apply to every man, obviously. But and I think and man. I think that's where I was getting that from it. So I'm not saying that I necessarily disagree. I'm saying I'm surprised to hear you say that in the context of on this very podcast, you saying. Yes, I need I need them to be completely and utterly obsessed with me and who I am because I am Edward <laughs> Overgold. Yeah, but once you do, yes is the answer, no matter who it is. <laughs> like, I'm easy. If you like me, then I like you. That's it. That's it. It's actually very easy. I basically have no standards. You say it's levels to it, but at the end of the day, it's yes. Yeah, that's. So so you say you say you like me, I like you. That gets into another level of it because the thing that I ran into, the thing that I ran into a lot, and this is so weird, like just the whole presenting as a woman versus like being a man and mm. all of that stuff. That's got to um, be trippy. Yeah, yeah. Sex has always been easy to get. It's just okay. like always been easy to get. Great. Um, Talk to him. What made it? <laughs> he said, I got it like that. Being built different. <laughs> no, matter how, yeah, right. no matter how I'm red, I got it. <laughs> I done done it all type of ways. It's easy. <laughs> Light work. I'm a bisexual disaster. It's what I bring to the conversation. <laughs> oh, yes. yo, they, um, they love it. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it where it got complicated with men, where it got complicated with men is when, when the liking started. Because what I have noticed mm. is that the stereotype, there's a stereotype about women getting emotionally attached. With men, very, very easy to do the hookup thing having sex is very very easy as soon as there is even a hint of emotion involved it gets way messier in my experience i can't i obviously like people are not a monolith i can't speak for everyone but in my experience <laughs> as a sister get... to man i am offended no, <laughs> i think you might be right <laughs> no. um, get, they get really it. attached they're like they're so ready so ready to have sex and then the moment you're like you know you want to stay and hang out they're like yeah really? yeah i do really yeah oh, oh, oh yeah like they're excited oh. you mean yeah. Yes. No, Finn, okay. Finn yes, got yes, a riz. Yes, Finn got yes, that yes. riz because I, I can even see that. <laughs> for one, you're right. Like, generally speaking, like, once men's emotions get involved, like, shit gets, like, messier mm. because, like, guys don't really, I don't, a lot of cis guys don't really know how to um communicate and regulate their, communicate with their emotions and, like, express what they're going through and be upfront with their emotions, myself included, you know, sometimes. After term. So I thought you were about to say, like, once the emotions kind of get involved, they kind of, get a little distant sometime maybe but you're saying like once they catch feelings then they just like hey what you doing tomorrow <laughs> yeah. hello you we are yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing this you start they start doing this thing you know <laughs> you my little schnookums what's good like okay i could yeah that yeah. that also it's resonates. usually a friends with benefits thing because of because of the friendship because of the friendship because then once you have once you have like the physical intimacy and you also have friendship they're like well we're we're ninety percent of the way there. Like, 
might as well. And I think, I think, I don't know. I guess I I'm yeah. Like let's, let's just, let's just be a thing. Um, But I think, I think it's like having, having gotten vulnerable with someone like having done that, you know, like, cause, cause once, once you've like ticked the sex box, it's like, yeah, I did it. Awesome. Successful man. And then suddenly this opportunity for an emotional connection comes up with someone you've already been naked in front of. It's kind of like, like, I'm likely to go for it. Despite what all of the rom-coms say about men being garbage, who just want to have sex and then leave and get afraid of emotions. Not my experience. I think that it 100% gets complicated, but I will say that I, as a man, have never slept with anybody that I didn't like as a person. All right. So like I can, I can like historically sleep with you like you as a person think we're cool. Like want to hang out with you. Like we can smash and then like go to waffle house afterwards and have no inclinations of wanting to take that into a serious monogamous relationship past that point. And what I found is that sometimes the women in those situations look at that in like fear. They're like, they, they think that because I take them to waffle house, even if they don't want anything, they're like, Oh my God, this guy like is, is, is trying to like make this into something that he's not. I'm like, I'm like, no, like you're a cool person. That's why I like this happened. I like to treat you like a person. Yeah. And I like to treat you like a person, even though I don't want you to be my girl. I don't want you to be my wife. Like we're just two people doing what we're going to do, but you're cool. We can watch the game. We can have a beer. But I do think that um, because of the situation that Finn just described, I think that a lot of women have like, it's like an arms race, right? So it's like, we're trying to like, (laughs) we're all trying to like one up each other and trying to figure out the trends of how we're moving in society. And I think that, women have like assumed that when a man does that, that a man is catching feelings. So they, they, you know, they act on that accordingly based on their individual context. Based off that's of general right. interactions with men. I mean, I can't blame them. That's that's yeah. Cause I'm, I tend to agree with Alvin. I'm like, if you're, if you're, if you think that a man just not treating you like a piece of shit right. is an indication that he wants to be with you. To your point, you're right. That's like statistically, I guess maybe you're not wrong. So that's the fucked up thing. But also, maybe you should take that with a grain of salt. Like if you're right, most if you're saying most men who sleep with me kind of don't treat me like a person. So it's rare when a man does. That's an indication he wants something serious. Mm. That's a system level problem. But I don't think the assumption is then still is correct from that. Because mm. I mean, I guess I've been in that bucket, but it's not even like. I'm not treating you like a person. It's just under the rules of engagement and to like let the the line be kind of clear of where we're at so you don't get it confused to where I'm coming from. I'm more than do like extra shit. But it's not like, oh, I don't see you as a human being. It's still very respectful. Hey, like, you know, are you good? Like, are you, you know, let me know when you get home. Like, you know, like just the follow up, the aftercare. But you hold on. Oh, you do that the... shit. Yeah, like all the extra shit. Like, we don't So, which shit do you, get... do you hold off? Cause you're like, look, I don't want to miscommunicate what's going on here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shoot. Josh, Josh you got to get up out of here yeah. by 12:30, Pete. <laughs> You're not making that combo <laughs> large, man. You're not making that combo large when you with Josh. Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta keep something in the chamber. <laughs> I have a dessert. Oh. No, she won't. No, she will not. <laughs> no, she won't. That's crazy. Check, please. <laughs> Check, please. That's crazy. Um, what would I? What was the question? What would I? What What would I hold back? What stuff do you hold off on? Where you like? Oh, this might give the wrong impression after like okay probably what album was doing like sometimes what album was doing 
But like, if I really enjoy someone's company, yeah, like, but if I if I really enjoy someone's company, then I could see myself doing that. But if it was just like, okay, I'm ready to have my space back. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's so I, everyone, everyone is so so different. Like everyone is. I mean, for someone, it might be cuddling. Mm, Maybe like if you cuddle after, true. like, oh, you know, that's that's sending the wrong that's signal. For someone else, it's buying them food. That's for someone, crazy. like, they're so. I, I mean, in the amongst gay men in particular um kissing like if if it's a hookup it's a hookup if you kiss well that's that's too intimate like that's too too personal right so there are See, man, like there's so much of that all of y'all are crazy we about to get as hell. right back into all it. y'all are crazy right as fuck. that is dysfunction i'm sorry that is dysfunction to me like because okay you know what i think i was cause i was thinking about this the other day i think to me sex sorry kissing is a sex act like it's part of uh, it is a sex act like you know when they say like first base second base whatever kissing is part of that it's like that is a proto-sexual connection that we're having it's like it's low level but it's like there's no one that i would kiss that i'm not sexually interested in like on the mouth like that would never happen and vice versa so i'm like the crazy thing for me is that like the mental gymnastics that people do to justify saying that kissing on the lips is some how less i mean more intimate than entering an orifice of your body is like crazy to me like that that is and i i just sit back and watch those like arguments like frequently and i'm like wow y'all are really like hitting like all kinds of complicated like maneuvers you guys are on the fucking pommel horse right now trying to like make this work simone biles with it and it just doesn't make sense to me like I, i i'm sorry you know I'm hey look we right well, there. It doesn't make okay. sense when? to me either. I run okay. into it before. It doesn't make sense. It so doesn't I'm make sense. Odd, I don't. I'm the odd person out. Then everybody well, thinks that sex is more intimate than kissing. I think I think it should be. That that's my view. My view is that like when you separate it out, you're viewing sex devoid of like love. Effect. I'm, this is not me talking about you specifically. This is I just know, like but, high level analysis. Yeah. I feel like when you view kissing as more intimate is like you're it's not that you're viewing kissing wrong because i think you're viewing kissing right i think that you're detached from sex that's what i think i'm getting at which i think is fair like that is a part of sex yeah like kissing is very intimate but sex is meant to be too because it's like some things i went it's because i yeah because you can have sex with someone and still withhold certain sexual actions from that person such as kissing or giving head you know what I mean? That, so that is fair in the in the context of how we've approached this conversation. I think that you just maybe threw a wrench in the logic. I'm sorry, anal is farther on the goddamn spectrum. Than I, I, I I don't. I no, mean, I'm sorry, bro. What about eating the groceries? Is that like I'm? Mean, <laughs> is gro- groceries people, is that's just a third date? Yeah. All right. <laughs> again, again, it's it's it's. I'm not going grocery shopping. Yes. I'm not like, going grocery shopping I'm... with somebody who I never kissed before. That's crazy. What is going on right now? <laughs> Oh, it is yeah, like, yeah. like my, my, my farmer's market is sacred. Like you're not just gonna <laughs> go. <laughs> you're not finna, you're not gonna fucking go with me Whole and get foods my fucking, with no W. That's what, that's my what I gotta read, baby. Farm to table snap peas <laughs> like right now, unless like we're serious. <laughs> oh shit! Locally sourced, baby. Fair trade. Fair trade. <laughs> Literally. Um. Okay. Well, okay. Finn, I feel like you were about to say something. Like, yes. Oh, I just, I mean, like, I thinking about it, I've had 
kisses with people that were more intimate than it's making it sound like I've had like a lot of sex. I haven't. I've had like a normal amount of sex. You definitely did um, sound like you fucked everybody when you were like talking just, about your riz earlier. Everyone. <laughs> You're like, there's nobody everyone. left really. It wasn't even hard. Let me tell you. I settled down because I got bored. Yeah. <laughs> For real though, I I have a partner and I love them to pieces. But yeah, um, I've had I've shared I've shared Understood. like kisses with people that felt more intimate than sex I've had with someone else, right? Yeah, like it, because yeah. there's so much of it is just your, your attachment I to agree. that person. I I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, that's actually you know what that's probably the first like almost agreement that I've probably had it because we had the same conversation with FD. Um, that is true, but like the sex with the person that I liked the kiss with was also incredible. So it's like. I've had I've had cuddles with a person that were more memorable than I've had conversations that have been more memorable. So it's like any act is enhanced by I like you. I want to be around you. I want to be loved by you. It could be anything, you know. Fuck me, Eddie R. Green. Strong too. This is this, is, strong this is not agree. good. This is a strong this, agree. Nah, seriously, the nation not ready for us to team up. Because as soon as these powers unite, <laughs> Captain Planet on them, it's not. It's gonna be a problem for y'all. It's gonna be easy to break y'all up though. Goddamn, you just throwing a word that y'all <laughs> slightly just, disagree just, on, and y'all motherfuckers just, just ah! <laughs> semantics. <laughs> semantics. <laughs> His only weakness. <laughs> right. Um. Let's let hit, let's hit one of these topics real quick. Um, what about dumped after giving a kidney? This TikToker donated a kidney to a boyfriend who. Honestly, that's your dumbass. You shouldn't have gave a kidney. You should have kept that that's to crazy. yourself. Oh, well. <laughs> then I mean, he, I he mean, was gonna die. What you gonna do? I mean, like just let somebody die? It happens Shit. every day. I let billions Damn. of people. I let millions of people die daily. I'm this not, nigga said he let he lets millions of people die. <laughs> like he could stop it, but he's elected. Right. I, just, I could do something, but <laughs> I just ain't got it in me. <laughs> I don't know y'all like that. We've reached the villain arc segment of the podcast. <laughs> right. We're back. Like I got Jesus powers. Like you know, I could turn this water into wine, but like you know what I'm saying. I'm chilling. Um. Nah, that's crazy. I don't. I mean, but like, what do you? What's the rules on that? Because if you give somebody a kidney, are you giving it with the expectation that you've bought more of their time? Like, how much? How much? How long somebody got to stay with you after they give you a kidney? That's right. So I think this, lasts this, forever, bro. These kidneys don't even last forever. Right. What have you done for me lately? Mm. What have you done for me lately? That was old. That's an old kidney. <laughs> what's, what's up in, now? In, ten, in 10 years, I may need a new one. Like, there's some new techniques that maybe push it to 15. But I, like, need a new, I need a new girl for that. <laughs> so as long as that kidney is good, that's. Yeah. <laughs> new girl, new kidney. Yeah, exactly. Right. Motherfucker asking for blood types and protein <laughs> signalers He's a and shit. for kidneys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kidney bandit <laughs> on Netflix this summer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be That's crazy. Awful. The pussy harvester. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, all the, okay, no, I'm not about it. I'm not about to go into Please, jail. come on, come on, Man, come fuck on. It. It's a hypothetical situation. <laughs> no, like all the victims just get together. They got like this scar, scar like on this. <laughs> oh my they God. Yeah. Line up like with like, and it's a photo op, but they all got the same. Right. Oh. <laughs> Did he ask you your blood type on the first date? <sighs> yes. They both say, B, B negative? Oh shit! But no, I think I think if I think it's no, I think it sucks. Like let let me yeah. take off the the jokes and hyperbole. I do think it sucks, but I'm also like, what are you supposed to do in this situation? 
Give like, it back? I don't know. Like, is that right? You know are you supposed I mean? to give it back? Is that what? <laughs> like, <laughs> and how long after? You know what I mean? Did, did she own him for the next ten years, or for the life of the kidney, or? I, look, I will say as a matter of etiquette, if somebody gave me a kidney and I literally was planning to break up with them right before, I'm going to stay with them at least a year. Just as like a thank you, essentially. See, no, I wouldn't, though. I wouldn't, though, because there's nothing worse than finding out. There's nothing worse than finding Alvin, out. Shut up. Like, shut up, Alvin. Like, that some... <laughs> <laughs> My present is a present. You gave me a kidney, so you er- you earned the extra you get 365 like, I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of me for a treat. You know, just yeah, that's a little treat. Hey. That's, you gotta know your work. And then things. you find out, <laughs> and then you find out that your partner wanted to break up with you a year ago, but stuck around just because you gave them a oh, kidney. How would she like, find that out? How would she ever I find think, that out? I think that's kind of sweet. Oh, that's. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I look, think, you, I think you that's me so much worse. Really? You think so? I agree. With yeah, me. I do. I agree with it. I think. I think if you plan, if you're if you're planning on breaking up with someone, and and they find out, so you find out beforehand that they're a match, they're going to give you a kidney, and you mm. know then that you're going to break up with them. You say, listen. I would yeah, love that. Yeah, no, that's but true. But I think you true. should know, like, I don't see this relationship proceeding. But if you realize after the kidney transplant, you just got to be honest. You just, yeah. just got to nah. say, you just got to be honest with them. Like, you know, you did a really incredible thing for me. And I just, I don't but want you got to, to get to step in this relationship. <laughs> right. And know you're just not getting dapper, this kidney back. Just dapper up like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thanks. And then you say, I'll carry part of you with me forever. You're so much more savage than me in this situation. That's dirty as fuck. That's so fucking dirty. I'll always remember you. (laughs) Every time I look at this massive scar on my abdomen. Every time I get up and run and live, I will remember you. Right. Every time I take a shot. And so it's like George Lopez says... George Lopez has a stand up on this because because one this very scenario is what happened with George Lopez. I don't know if anybody's tracking in real that. life. Yeah, in real life, this is what happened. Like his okay. wife gave him a kidney and then he left his wife. Damn, that's but good. His, a low rider. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was real metal. That was good. Um, but in the stand up, he talks about how he got the kidney and immediately felt better, and like his wife was like fucking sick as a dog, like forever. Oh. So it's like. <laughs> So it's like if it's yeah, so like if it's scenario, you know, Finn is just like up like fucking walking, and his partner and his partner's like in the bed, just like bedridden. I'll carry a piece of you forever, and just skips to Lou out the. Feels good. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. No, look, I agree that if you know that you're gonna break, because I feel like breaking up, you don't always know. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're not like, oh, I'm definitely going to. You might just have a feeling of like a spark dwindling, and sometimes sparks come back. If you know beforehand you're definitely not going to be with them, you should probably say something. But I'm also like, what you supposed to die? Like I'm sorry, I, I got to look out for me. If, if if I'm a hundred percent breaking up with you, cool. <laughs> but if I like am twenty percent, like oh, I kind of lost attraction the last like two months, but I was going to stick it out for four months anyway. Girl, give me that kidney. I don't know. I can't tell the future. I don't know. I'm not finna die off. Come on. Like, we'll both be okay. We, we both gonna have one kidney. I'm not gonna die to, like, be the bigger man. That's crazy Yo, as hell. Okay, oh my okay God. but, like, okay. The situation that would put, like, the, the other person in, right? Like, if they yeah. were going to give you the kidney, you break up with them, like, right before that. Because it's like, oh, my God, I hate you so much. Like, you broke my heart. And we are, I'm guessing all of us have been through heartbreak before. Mm. And we all know how that, how bad that shit hurt, and like what we wish 
hypothetically speaking, what might have just in they terms died of, karma of kidney failure <laughs> might happen to that person just in the heat of that yeah. heartbreak. So when you actually give them the chance, <laughs> they might fuck around and let you die. That's what I'm saying, and I'm not. I'm not gonna give them the chance. They will we'll never know. <laughs> we will again, we'll like, never know what they would have done. I don't know. I think they'll be all right with two kidneys. They'll be fine. Yeah. They'll be walking around all maybe, good and everything. Maybe I'm approaching this from like the perspective of someone who, even if if like my partner were to break up with me, you still like say like listen before yeah before you give me that kidney I, I need you to know because like they broke up with me I don't want them to die. But do That's you want true. them to live? Like yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> no that's okay now here's the question though how <laughs> how long does that does that what's the shelf life on that if your boyfriend breaks up with you today six months later he's like yo by the way I, my kidney's not feeling so good and i happen to remember going through the rolodex we got that same blood type can you help me out what if it's a year Thanks. what if it's five years okay it, it 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 depends. It depends. There are I have I have um I have an ex who I would definitely give a kidney to, and yes. I have an ex who I'd like consider would, it, and I have an ex that I would not under no, any nope. circumstances. Not gonna happen. No, no. Like yeah. I don't I don't want you to die, but I'm not gonna give you my kidney. You can go find someone else. Um. So oh, yeah, man. it depends. It depends on who's asking. That's you know what that's very true, and I think a per like if if your relationship, I think it depends on the relationship because if the relationship is solid, you breaking up with me doesn't mean I don't love you anymore, and it, and it probably doesn't mean that you yes. don't not love yeah. me anymore. But a kidney is a lot, and that you only that got for two like these two. Like I, I don't think I think we're underestimating how much of it. It's somebody like a kidney is not like ten grand. Like if 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 a, if an ex that I really fuck with heavy needed ten grand that I don't even have, like we could figure something out. A yeah. kidney is a fucking kidney, like. That's a I would, lot. I can I only would, even I give one give once. Exactly. I would give somebody twenty grand. I would. I would figure out like GoFundMe, my own funds, whatever. Thirty right. grand before I'm like remortgaging houses, will, selling furniture, all of that. Willy nilly giving somebody like a kidney. A kidney is crazy. Yeah, I think I think we're overestimating what that kidney worth is. Cause like I, like low key, I <laughs> I might not get a kidney if we're not breaking up. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I don't know. Okay. Okay. Like, cause okay. we go together. I gotta give you half my kidneys. Like, no. Mm -mm. What if the what if what if they tell you like I'm gonna break up with you? Um, unless I give you before you give me no, <laughs> unless you give me a kidney. Um, they say I'm gonna break up with you. Uh, like, and so so you're in that situation where they told you they want to dump you. Um, but you're about to give them your kidney, or you could give them your kidney. At that point, you could arrange a payment plan, and they could pay you for the kidney. So you could implement that first. Hey, look, if they're willing so to do that, then that's fine. That's just, that's just good business. Or, I mean, I, I guess there's a little bit of a, like, I wouldn't normally sell this anyway, but I'm willing to sell it to you because you are still a person I care for. And, like, yeah, that could that could grease the wheel. So, yeah. yeah I feel so like that's incredibly that. illegal, but still, like. It is. It is. is it? But and it, it is. And it's also. Is that prostitution? Or? It's also a, a seller's market, right? So, like. You need this. You're really far I down start the donor list. Them. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like going way above like black market prices. Like black market prices are probably like in current state like 
15, 20 grand. Like I'm like a hundred, hundred fifty K. Like, let's make it happen. Like, let's pop it off. You know, like Wait, your girl a, that just a, dumped it's, you, it's you asked her for 150 stacks here, to God damn this it's motherfucker. A, it's a vicious. seller's market. It's a <laughs> seller. I'm I'm talking about it in the realm of yeah. the universe that we're yeah. <laughs> Now, if this I was a capitalist. The, yeah. <laughs> he is the capital of capitalist. It's like the it's a seller's market. It's a it seller's well market. I, oh man, Alvin be using the hell out of that NBA in his relationships. I know it for a fact. Mm. Okay, I don't think if mm. can we go back to the um, Finn, you, you you spoke on it briefly, vortex. but we didn't really get yes the binary vote vortex of yes, <laughs> I don't know like when you just kind of like oh. I like you, I like you, but no one makes the move. Can we can we can we discuss that? Is that okay? Like, yeah, how does that yeah, interaction totally. work? Like, oh, thank you, Josh. So, usually, there's there's flirting, there is interest. Um, I had like you know prior to prior to coming out as trans, um, many years prior actually. I had a friend who I think both of us were sort of realizing that we were bisexual. Both of us were figuring it out, um, and we spent a lot of time together. We like made ha-ha funny jokes about like, you know, what if we were a couple or something just for fun? Um, <laughs> that's how it always we were... starts. <laughs> that's smart. That's, <laughs> that's the game. We're all yeah. a bunch of comic book nerds and a friend of ours literally like wrote a comic about this like, like this steampunk scenario of these two women in like arranged marriages to men falling in love with each other and like running away together and just told us straight up like yeah you two were my inspiration for this comic book so so but there's no there's no there's no narrative so i think like heterosexual dating is really challenging because there is a structure in place and that comes with problems like people have expectations you know women expect to be pursued men are expected to be the pursuers but like in my experience the reason that i had good luck with men is i i i told people when i was interested I was the person who initiated. Like, I tend to go for like shy, nerdy guys. And so I would just tell them, like, hey, I'm into you. And it uh, almost always went well. And was that because of that experience of having been in that, that vortex and breaking it through initiation or? Possibly. I think it was because there was a clear structure to be broken. Mm. So I think because, you know, there was this like expectation of this is how heterosexual dating works, there was a way to combat it and be like okay what if it wasn't though what if i just did the opposite what would happen then but with queer dating it's not really as clear there are there are certain themes and jokes and stereotypes and stuff that have emerged over the years but at the time didn't exist certainly wasn't a thing that i was very familiar with um question i'm sorry no no, no go go for it i was gonna ask um do you think that do you think that in terms of um like feminine energy and masculine energy plays a role even in queer dating like if someone might be more identified with like a masculine like persona or just like more masculine energy versus like someone who might be identified with more of the feminine energy and then like you combine like you you basically tack on those roles to that energy that you might just kind of feel more identified with it can um i'm 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 telling I'm telling all of our secrets. I'm telling all our secrets here. But, um part of what <laughs> makes queer dating fun <laughs> especially like as a bisexual person um, and someone who's trans, not necessarily because my gender is particularly fluid, but because once you have lived as one gender and then 
realize you're another one. Once you have transitioned, you mm-hmm. kind of realize how malleable gender is, right? Like how much of it is performance, how much of it is a role. Um, once you have experienced that directly, queer dating, if you're bisexual or pansexual or what have you, becomes a lot more fun. Because there can be someone who brings a lot of feminine energy to the relationship who is like generally more soft-spoken, who kind of likes to be the protected rather than the protector, all of those things. But then in the bedroom, it's completely different, mm. right? Like maybe their their role or position is that more commonly in a heterosexual situation associated with a man. Yeah. Um, I actually have a friend who who said that a lot of heterosexual people would benefit from queering their sex, from recognizing that your gender performance and your role in the day-to-day doesn't necessarily have to translate to what you do intimately with your partner. You have a whole variety of different things that as a person you can explore and play with. Um, yeah. So, like, keep it, keep it, you know, as PG as possible. Um, you don't have to. Uh, right, I mean, you right, can't. Right. You are allowed to, <laughs> but you <laughs> definitely don't have to. <laughs> you know, I, just, I think, I think that it's an R-rating minimum on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you're comfortable with, but our audience, whatever, this shit ain't gonna be monetized anyway. Go for it. <laughs> I just, I, I basically, I'll, I'll summarize by saying, I think that even if you don't lean toward being the little spoon, everyone mm. can benefit from from some little spoon time. And that don't that doesn't necessarily mean like being a bottom and just totally getting railed. I mean just like being the person who is held. Being the person yeah. who gets held, regardless of what your gender is and your role is, is really important. No, I definitely so, think some No. Say 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 what you were gonna say. Say it. Um I was going to say, I, yeah, I definitely think a little bit like that, that switchiness is, de- is definitely needed. I think maybe even especially for men, maybe even especially straight men, maybe even especially cis men, like if go- going down those categories. But that just that whole conversation just reminded me of I think I, I think I mentioned it on this podcast that a girl one time like mo- like she moved me like she flipped me over. like, <laughs> And I was like, nah, we can't. Nah, we're not doing this. No. Nigga, nigga we've quitted too much immediately. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was I was gathering my ropes. But she, I was like, mm-hmm. Yo, she grabbed anybody's legs and just. <laughs> Yeah, she grabbed it was a it was a very aggressive blowjob. I was not. She grabbed me. By the, <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not trying to be it. That's a teaspoon. I'm not ready to be that little. That's mm-mm. I would say I think a lot it. of guys are um I guess and I know this is just like an example to illustrate like a larger point, but even when it comes to like just being like a little spoon in the sense of being held, a lot of guys are definitely a lot more open. Mm. to that like I'll I, I be hearing like a lot of guys are requested especially like you know online like in the ether you well, know what I'm saying we love hell that. yeah like shoot you got there got your back turned and she just roll over and just hmm like you snuggle up real quick mm. head on the lap I'm all but for I'm being eating. a little spoon I'm cool with that you know Man. I want to be held too right you know what I'm saying it's necessary <laughs> plus you can kind of go down that that whole gamut and get like as to to put it, you know, PG thirteen, as Finn said, you know, you can just get fully railed. You know what I mean? So you can you can first of all, the it all the way down. PG. You just you just misquoted him. Well, I was no, I was upgraded. Yeah, I mean, he said he said PG, but then he said railed, which is that's not PG at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's at least PG twelve or something. I don't know. But what's the? TVMA. But we were talking. Yeah, that's at least TVMA. But what's the what's the girl version of that? Because I feel like a lot of what we're talking about is queering it so that like men can get their their booty holes played with, and we're talking about that side of it. But what's the what's the side of 
women getting being able to be uh uh experience what is usually reserved for the masculine in the bedroom like what's that part you know what i'm saying so is that like between women or like women um well i I suppose two women would already be queered like yeah off default so like i guess i mean women and men yeah amazon position and do you figure that's Mm -hmm. a bit of a, a gift to herself yeah, I mean, I think it's a gift to whoever. Like, if if both people are, yeah, if you both it, if you enjoy it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I know, I know a great many women who are dating heterosexual men, hmm. who they themselves are very, very fond of pegging. Yep. And their partners, their partners might not have necessarily been, and it's not like it's not like. It's not usually from what I have Wait heard a, a dynamic where she was like pushing it and pushing it. But here's no, yeah. here's here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. She turned him out. If it's something you you in that role, if that's not necessarily your thing, if you know, like she grabs you and flips you, and that's not something that you enjoy, <laughs> totally, fine. totally fine. having having your boundaries is good. But I think where it happens for a lot of people is that they are into their partner being in that role. It's not necessarily they themselves are like, ooh, I'm super turned on by this, like taking on the submissive role or taking on the bottom role. Mm-hmm. Like that's really great for me. It's I'm, I'm like neither here nor there on it, but I sure do love seeing her going her in this. Yes. Yeah. No, see, and that I think that's what I I think that's what the spirit of my question was, which was like, how specifically can women be given like and because you when you're giving at you're giving up the ass you are giving something I think like literally yeah. like how can they be in a position to where they're given something that's usually reserved and it's like you know I don't particularly want to get fucked in my ass but I I enjoy seeing her experience this dominant energy that she's in and I'm happy to participate in in that like I'm giving something in that moment and it's like yeah okay so that's a, that's a, okay that that's exactly what I was curious about okay so fellas give up the ass you know what I mean even if you well if you're willing to yeah. All right, let's hit one little last one. If there's not anything, oh, just like side mention. Hope Jamie Fox is doing all right. I don't know what the uh, yeah. the the progression mm-hmm. of that will be, but I hope he's doing all right because yeah, he's absolutely. like pretty young, like for it to for it to have had a stroke. So I'm like, I, I was I looking know. into that, and and nobody is reporting that he had a stroke specifically, other than like the Sun and like Daily Mail. Um, so it's not confirmed. Yeah, even TM, even TMZ isn't saying that he had a stroke. Okay. TMZ is oddly enough extremely credible. Oh yeah, they no, they, they, they break they, story. Yeah. They break stories all the time. Yeah. Um. They bro- they broke Kobe. They broke Paul Walker. Like they break they break stories. And TMZ yeah, is important. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But damn. Like yeah. Um. Speedy recovery to him. Um. Because he, not only like like Eddie was saying like, pretty relatively young, but the fucking talent. <laughs> within that man is like ridiculous and one thing i'm happy to see is like him getting his flowers that yeah you know he doesn't get them enough though like he really does not get his flowers enough because the dude is like musician actor director comedy dramatic can sing like he's he's one of the most talented like hollywood creatives that we've really seen in recent history like he's up, he really should be up there with the like the Will Smiths, the Childish Gambinos, the um, Eddie Murphys of the world. He is in terms of just skills. I don't think he. I don't think so. I don't think he gets. The, I don't think he gets the respect of an Eddie Murphy or Will Smith or or even a a Donald Glover. I don't think so. Nah, nah, he definitely gets. He, I, he, I, I think he's above Donald Glover because for one, Jamie oh, Foxx so? has got way more years in the game than Donald Glover. Okay, okay. 
Jamie Foxx show. The Jamie Foxx show? Is is it's it's essentially a cult classic, man. Yeah, like I mean, Living Color is what. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. yeah trust me, he's above Dan, um, Donald Glover. Yeah, Eddie Murphy, Will Smith, like Jamie okay. Foxx, but he's like in that echelon still. But just the the amount of recognition, I still agree, he doesn't get enough. Yeah, well, fair enough. Well, yeah, Speedy recovered in him. Hope he hope he's doing all right. Um, let's see if we got anything on here. This that's, that's... Oh, Freak Nick. I was gonna say Freak Nick. Are y'all familiar with Freak Nick? I know Freak Nick. Freak Play dancing and guys were just grabbing them a little bit, but they couldn't reach them. So then we just were just chilling, watching them dancing. So then we turned around and we, this other girl was dancing with some other guy, some some guy that was in the crowd. One girl, she had an all white dress on, and they had her on stage. She got up there, she just danced a little bit. By the time we turned around, it just got ugly. We just saw this girl getting her clothes just ripped off. She was getting mauled. It was like it was like a swarm of bees just attacking her all, all at one time. Um, okay. vaguely, like I, I know, I know what Freaknik is. I know what Freaknik '94 was. Um, I, I guess like. No, it wasn't. It wasn't as much of a shit show as Woodstock '99. Mm, I'm not familiar with Woodstock '99. Cultural exchange moment. I'm definitely familiar with Woodstock '99. I watched. I watched the documentary. Didn't like people. People died. Like yeah, people actually yeah, died people, at Woodstock '99. Yeah, yeah, people died, and then it was like that. People were getting like trampled. Yo, that crowd shit. Sexual assault situation. Hmm. Oh, it's yeah. it's why I don't like I don't like anything of that scale. Right. You can't regulated anymore exactly they went through like the the math of it like how many like security guards you would need to like do that it's similar to say like um the astro world situation you're 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 woefully understaffed you don't have enough water you don't have enough food like you don't have like proper barricading you don't have enough medical staff like it was it's just like none of those like events are staffed well like when they go when they go well it's kind of like a minor miracle in no, my seriously because so. that crowd collapse shit is like because when you think about even just being in a crowd like that where in front of you behind you and to either side there's like 500 bodies before you can even get to open air it's like nobody is safe in that situation if people start falling or pushing or moving or somebody is tries to assault you like it's very difficult for you to move or get out now we're freaking right now we're freaking right now imagine like that kind of shit happening but it being completely decentralized like there's not like a fairground there's, there's no not body. like yeah yeah effectively freaking took place over the entire like city and a lot of the entering suburban areas like there were clubs as like you know as far out as like decatur stone mountain that had like freaking mm. like events you know what i mean so it was like right. imagine all of that happening over like the scope of like an entire metro area even mm. on the highway on the highways on the streets i'm curious what's in the documentary but yeah everybody's talking about you know our, the twitter narrative right now is like everybody's auntie should be worried and then the resort to that is actually everybody's uncle should be worried because a lot of y'all was committing rape and sexual assault at this at this event so that seems to be where it's like where it's at right now which was, i hadn't even thought it was about initially and i think that like because i remember having conversations with people that were slightly younger than me like that just thought that like oh like a massive party like like Atlanta's version of South by Southwest or like Austin City Limits would be kind of cool. That's not what Freaknik was, man. It was a net negative for the city. Like when okay. I, I want to say it was Bill Campbell who was mayor at the time who outlawed it initially. And I 100% think it was the right move. Can you go into that? Because I, I myself don't have full context for, you know, 
none of us were at it. So, like, can you go into what it was? It's not South by Southwest. It's not like spring break going a little bit too wild. Instead, it's actually what to a it's, city. It's people coming from everywhere to engage in in debauchery at a level where they like didn't think there were rules again across the entire landscape of a city. So like crime went up in every facet of what that means. So not just not just but you know obviously I think most importantly you know sexual assault but also just like you know general like physical assault you know theft you know robberies and robberies prison. yeah like everything like got got worse for the city during that stretch and when they outlawed it like stuff just magically didn't do that anymore so i think that on it was kind of like the best the best thing for it and i do know there have been efforts to like bring it back what i what i do think is that bringing it back in a in a centralized fashion won't give the people who have those like rose color like nostalgia glasses about it it won't give them what they want because we shouldn't be what it was what it anymore. was was crazy. crazy what it was 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 largely bad yeah okay yeah. my thing is with i don't know if it's actually going to show like the full scope of the, the debauchery and like all the, the, the assault that happened. Yeah. Cause for one, it's produced by Jermaine Dupree and Uncle Luke. And Uncle Luke mm. was one of the pioneers of mm. goddamn like, you know, that making scene, music and yeah. the the culture of, you know, throwing that ass back, you know, look at that girl with the dance dope so like you know what I'm saying? Like that whole mm. two live crew. That whole vibe. Yeah. So that if they're producing it It's gonna be celebratory mostly. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh my god, like this was so great. Like it was a big ass party. Like you know, and it, well, you know, there, there was its moments of this is a great yeah. time. Like because even hell, yeah, motherfuckers kept going back year after year. Like keep talk, keep talking about Freaknik, but a thing can be, you know, can have like a bunch of horrific elements, but that doesn't make it not also have non-negative elements. I'm trying to yeah. trying to say that lightly, but it's like. Yeah, horrific shit happens in a country, but you don't say the whole country is terrible. So it's like, I don't think it's crazy to be like, yeah, Freak Nick had these terrible things that should be covered in a documentary. But also, like, it was a wild, big-ass, super fun party for a lot of people who had yeah. lots of positive experiences at it. I think we could talk about that, too. Because yeah. it, I mean, it had to have been fun for those who weren't harmed, obviously. Yeah. Mm. I remember I saw, like, um, there was this guy, like, basically saying, like, oh, no, nah, it's the uncles that need to be worried about this documentary mm. because a lot of y'all were committing, you know, sexual assault, da 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 Yeah. This one woman in the comments, she was like, wow, just hearing this from a man just kind of like making me like rethink some stuff. And I just can't believe I just kept going back year after year. <laughs> and somebody else replied to her and said, why did you keep going back? And of course, she never responded. Well, because maybe her point was yeah. like, it was dangerous, you know? Yes. Yes, it was dangerous. So like, like I was, was stupid. Like, like I was having a good time. But damn, I really, you know. Yeah, there so, was danger. The, there could have been danger, like some like yeah. around the corner, you know. Mm. So the cool thing about the Woodstock '99 um, documentary is that, like, a lot of the people they focused on that they talked about, mm -hmm. and they asked them at the very end, like, all of this shit happened. You know, we're we're talking about how big of a shit show this was. If you could go back, would you? And they were all like, "Yes." yes. They were like, "This <laughs> was a, this was a, this was a transformative experience for me." Like all this bad shit happened, like it was really horrible, and now I have stories for my entire life. Is what honestly because I've had some shit life. like that, and I'm like, but I mean, you got to scale what you know what I'm saying. Like, if you've been assaulted at Woodstock or at Freak Nick, you might answer and, that and, question differently. And that's true. They didn't. They didn't talk to um, assault victims. These were people who, right. who were just like, 
I didn't have I didn't have water, which was horrible. Like, by yeah. the way. like I'm not trying to do, I'm not trying <laughs> to downplay that shit either. Like, <laughs> like I'm not trying to downplay. I that was either. thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, days. yeah, man, I we, was kind of thirsty. You phrased but... that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we ran out of water day two. Like, um, like I'm not saying that that was a great situation yeah. to be in either. But like, they didn't talk to like it's people who got thing, like yeah. who got maimed or like um actually some yeah. one person did or get died hurt. or. Yeah. You know, paralyzed yeah, or some de- shit like that. They definitely didn't talk to anybody that died in Woodstock. <laughs> well, sir? Sir? We're at the grave of Robert Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, can you tell us what you're doing all over again? We've brought a medium with us to, uh, to translate his, his feelings. <laughs> We've brought a Ouija board. <laughs> N-O, bitch. <laughs> I did not want to. I would rather be alive. I would rather see my grandkids. But no, man, I've been at, I've been at uh, like Tokyo's like uh, New Year's party and like Halloween parties is insane. Like hundreds of thousands of people crowding the street and I've gotten like almost crowd collapse to where it's like you can't breathe. You're pushed up against something and the person behind you is pushed up against something and you're like, if this crowd doesn't move, I will die. Obviously didn't die, but like that would have been a cool story. You know what I'm saying? So like I get it. Yeah. I was I was at the last shooting at um at um Peace Drop in Atlanta. And like I tell mm. people that story all the time. I was like, "Yeah, man, people start shooting, and then we fucking ran behind the Waffle House. It was great." Uh, I've also never been to a peace drop since. I've never been to a peace drop. Since. Oh, okay, you more sensible. Okay, than I got yeah. I got yeah. one better. New Orleans before COVID. I think it was a uh, mm. Mardi Gras 2019. Mardi Gras 2019. I was there. And nigga, bro, ooh, fuck, nigga, I do that. nigga, I was at Mardi Gras 2019, bro. For we real? was in the same. We was. <laughs> Yo, that's correct, bro. Do you remember Small that world. mass sea of people Small that was on world. Bourbon Street? Right. Mm-hmm. But do you remember how thick it was on Bourbon Street? Like, it was oh, yeah. a literal sea of people, like, shoulder to shoulder, wall to wall of just people. Mm-hmm. And if I was, like, if I had, like, real bad anxiety and shit, like, I would have had a panic attack because, just like y'all was saying, if something would have went wrong, and it eventually did, well, it would have been fucked. And I remember... Luckily, me, me and one of my homeboys, we was already inside the crystals, like um, ordering some food, talking to the cashiers. The next thing we know, we just heard pop, pop, pop. Niggas started shooting outside, and it was just uh, a mass fucking collapse. crew of people just run. It looked like some shit from yeah. a movie. Like, you just saw everybody like running in one movie. direction. Yeah. And then people just started spilling into the crystals. Looking back on it, and hell, I mean, even that night, it was, it was, it was kind of funny. It was fucked up, but it was kind of funny because this one dude, this one dude just had this look of sheer terror on his face. And one of my homeboys said, he said it reminded him of the SpongeBob. He just said, my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I know good, it's fucked man. up. Like, I shouldn't laugh, is, especially yeah, with no. that night. Like, yeah, well, I, was he, I mean, he didn't die or like anything like that. He yeah, just nah, was he scared. So I think that's. It was the running of the bullets. That's oh, what it was deemed. Finn, you're Canadian, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're just like you're just like looking at us crazy, like, like look at these dumbass Americans, like all these fucking shootings right talking about. Wait, all y'all these don't gun, have big these gun these gunplay conversations. Oh, the gun like, part, right, 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 right. True. Yeah, I'm over here. Like one time, I stubbed two toes at once. And it hurt <laughs> real badly. <laughs> it was one of the bigger Ooh. ouchies of 2019, actually. <laughs> I texted some friends about it. Yeah, like a few yeah, people actually found out. What happened? They to made me tea. Day. They put a blanket over top of me. It was yeah. 
Um, no way to stop it from happening, says the only developed country in the world where this happens regularly. My favorite. Right. favorite <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty hard, man. Like, it's just so many of them. And it's like yeah, yeah. a massive, massive lobby. And it's the Look, second man, amendment I, in the nation. It's difficult. I, I own guns, but, you know, like, I own, like, reasonable guns. Like, I don't have, like, a fucking, like, Finn AR-15. Is listening to this, like, Finn know? is listening to this, like, man, what do you mean you own reasonable, <laughs> a reasonable arsenal of survival <laughs> weaponry? arsenal is a crazy This motherfucker, li- this motherfucker listed off arsenal. a Punisher was, Frank Castle that was, list. <laughs> that was wild. I'm not even going to lie to you. I did just say some wild <laughs> Like in a global I context, think, what you just said makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I just said some wild shit. You are absolutely right. <laughs> like I, I think, uh, I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing, okay. especially like, especially if you're if you're a marginalized person. Like, like I've I've read what Robert F. Williams. Like, I I, I think I think there's there's something to be okay. said for having okay. having weapons. Like, we love to but, see it. Like, I think that's villain arc. Um, Join us. It's, <laughs> it's very. <laughs> it's just. It's weird. It's really weird being someone who is a member of a community that's being blamed for all of the ills in the world. And like, you know, being like specifically in America, specifically in America, it's wild seeing this whole like rumor panic thing being a thing that's just Mm. renewed. Right. And watching as like children die in schools because of guns that's been that's been a really weird thing like being blamed for like people being unsafe for people being indoctrinated for people being quote-unquote groomed and then seeing this gun culture that is like so intense and permeates every single aspect of american society um that's 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 wild that's an adventure what is the wildest thing that you think canada has that illegal maple syrup they be trying to smuggle it across the border (laughs) that's a real that's a real thing that's it. Yeah, no. There, there's like a maple syrup reserve, and I think someone tried to steal out of the maple syrup reserve, and it was it was an issue. Like, Fort Bagels and Locks. <laughs> I don't know. I think like it depends depends on how how real of an answer do you want? Because like Canada, I could I could make it make it real sad. Canada has a very very Please. ugly history, um, particularly when it comes to the treatment of indigenous people. Like mm. the amount of like forced sterilization, um, outright genocide, outright genocide. Um, the way the way the police, in particular, because of course, treat indigenous people. Uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with. Uh, I think they're called Starlight Tours, where in the prairies, police officers would just take indigenous men usually and just drive them out into the prairies when it's like minus forty and just leave. Just leave them there. Canada has an incredibly like ugly, violent history that exists underneath a facade of super polite and approachable. Like Canada, Canada is just America with good PR. Like right now, it's a it's a better place to be for a number of reasons. We don't have the gun culture, but really, yeah, PR and better healthcare. Yeah, some of the welfare healthcare stuff is yeah, but better policies. But damn, shit. Well. Uh, I think that's the pie, folks. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for ending it on a nice, happy note there, Finn. Uh, you know, if you were... And it's sad. And now I'm sad. <laughs> um, if, uh, you know, if, you're, if your homeboy has a reasonable arsenal of, you know, no AR-15s, but lots of, lots of handguns, pistols, and long guns, you might be seeing a red flag. But at the same time, um, if you aren't strapped and ready for the apocalypse... My beauty is waving a red flag. 
This has been Waving the Red Flag Podcast. It's been Eddie, Josh, Alvin, Mr. Fantastic. Hop on the Patreon if you want bonus episodes, if you want to talk to us live. You know what I'm saying? If you want access to the Discord, like and subscribe to this channel so you can see next week's episode. And Finn, where can the people find you? Yes, so people can find me on YouTube. I recently rebranded to Swolsome. But if you search Fantastic mm. Mr. Fox, I will still pop up. Do we need to, so. should we be a, is this like a Diddy situation? Do we need to change the name? Are you, is it Mr. Swole or? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Dr. Swole. It's actually, do, yeah, Dr. Swole. Thank you very much. Dr. I didn't Swole. get my PhD in gains for nothing. <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Did I leave anything out? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, we got new merch on the store as well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, like simple uh, logo tee. So cop those if you're interested. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace, peace, peace. That's it. Done. All right. Getting a PhD in games is crazy. (laughs) It's a red flag.